Yeah, do Welcome everybody to uh, the Ghostcast episode two. I'm Tim, and I got John, who's on video chat with me. Uh, nobody else will see John. <laughs> he was he was a little nervous about that. Yeah, I'm a little camera shy. <laughs> it's all good, my man. It's all good. Yeah. I, I I swear to you, I swear to you that we're the only two that can see each other right now. All right, that's good. Although I can only see your forehead, so I. <laughs> All right, well, that worked. Um, so. Today's date. Today's date is Friday, March. What is it? Twenty seventh. Is it the twenty seventh? I think it is. Uh, yep. It's... I don't know. So so much has gone on over the last few days. Like it just, it just seems like a nightmare that just doesn't want to end. And even when yeah. you, even when you try and like wake yourself up from it, like it, it doesn't, it doesn't end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, time's going by pretty slow. I gotta say. Uh, yeah. I mean, your vacation's over, so you're back to work now, right? Uh, I am. Yep. Yeah. And and I yeah. fall under the category of essential employee. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know how how I feel about that. Feel uh feel righteous that yeah. I'm essential. <clears throat> Look at me. Yeah, I'm essential. But uh, I don't know. It's whatever. Well, you're on the front lines. I mean, you have, you know, the experience to say, you know, that you've you've seen this firsthand, and you know what it's what it's been causing, and and how busy it's been, and whatnot. I mean, right. um, you know, I've been trying not to watch the news so much, but with New York. It's such a, um, especially New York City, it's such a congested area to live of so many people, mm-hmm. and they have enough medical equipment to go around and medical supplies and whatnot. I'm wondering if you, yourself, have felt the same way. Is there, like, a supply shortage and everything? I mean, has everybody been taken care of as far as you know, or is it just pretty much like New York City? Well, I don't really see too much of that. Um, right. Well, my my wife would because she she works in the ER at the hospital. So, um, oh jeez, yeah. So, but they're they're already getting like uh, um, companies that are actually making masks for them and everything, and right. uh, and they're donating them and stuff. So, um, right, yeah. But I don't know. Um, but an interesting thing happened. I, I was um, stocking up on some cigars. And yeah. my humidor has never been so full. And yeah. and I was at uh, I was at Castro's, um, and uh, I I had mentioned before I left I was like you know I've always wanted to get into the basement and kind of check the basement out because I heard quite a few people have um, some experiences in the basement. Um, Castro's. Yeah. How old is the building? Well, I'm not sure how old the actual building is, but um, right. I did. I heard that at one point it was. It used to be a morgue. Really? Yeah. Really. Well, you're there so often. Do you ever get to talk to the owner? Or <laughs> I actually uh, talked to um, the uh, manager tonight, and really? and he uh, and I, I said, yeah, I definitely would like to try and check out that basement, and he goes, well. Any any time after we uh, after May fourth, or whenever whenever this is done. 
Yeah. So I was like, really? He's like, yep. So I, I really, you know, and and I you hope. Been... What's that? Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say you've been going there so, like, so long now. You're such a regular, and they know you there. I'm surprised it took this long for you to, for you to mention that you'd like to uh, check out the building, or for them to suggest that. Oh, you know, maybe you should check out our building. You know, I'm surprised it took this long. Well, I, I never really, I never really got to that point. I guess um, I don't know, but I mean now, <laughs> now, now it seems a little. Uh, um, I, I don't know what that the word is I'm looking for there, but it just seems uh, well, too little, too well, late. You've you've built a rapport because you've yeah. been you've been going there for so long now that. Um, you know, they, they know you pretty well, and I'm sure that they would, there's a level of trust that, you know, that they would give you to be, you know, to conduct an investigation, maybe, if they, uh, if they're into it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely would hope so, and, uh, I would absolutely check that out, uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, you could tell them, um, you could tell them about our resume a bit. I mean, you could tell them that we investigated the Archie Sullivan building, and there, uh, that was a cigar factory, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Um, that that was a cool experience. We, I don't know, I, I didn't really catch anything on any recorders or anything, but um, just, yeah. just to be... Yeah, I don't remember really catching all that much there, but, I mean, it was still a... Uh, still an interesting place to check out with the history and everything absolutely just to be in that building alone was amazing um right it's such a huge honor um you know so it, it do, you, was... uh, do you know the actual address of castro's i'll just make a mental note of it and uh when we're done with this i can uh, look it up and see if i can find out you know how old the uh, the building is and whatnot yeah sure i'll uh, i'll give it the address after the uh after the recording yeah, all right. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know. Let's, you know, I'm going to play, I'm going to play a recording. Sure, go for it. Um, and this is, uh, I, I, I just want to... I'm going to play instead a clip, an audio clip of uh, uh, when we're at Houghton Mansion. Oh, that was a nice place. There's one. That was a very interesting place. Yeah. That's where you saw your first apparition? Yep. And in this recording, um, you can you can hear um, somebody ask, if they if, if the spirit can make that sound again and then you'll hear and then you'll hear a slight answer right after that you kind of have to um really really listen to it uh, let's see can you make that sound again that sounded like my point <laughs> sure it wasn't 
So right before, like the the sound at the very end, you heard um, that was my that was my sneaker moving on the floor. Um, right. But John, try try not try not to talk during 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 the playback. But here's Sorry, here's bad. here's a recording again. So you're gonna hear somebody ask if they can make that sound again, and then a few seconds right after that, you'll hear a slight response, and here it comes. Can you make that sound again? Did you hear that, John? Yes, I did. I did hear that. So, so yeah, I mean, that, that was definitely uh, a compelling piece of evidence that I got from that night at Houghton Mansion. There was another one, too, um, where me and... Um, really did not want to mention his name but uh when me and eric we were just sitting in a room together we were on both ends of the room and uh we were trying to talk to um the guy who originally owned the building uh mr houghton um yeah with him being a mayor i thought that maybe i could strike up a conversation with him um maybe you know smoking cigars or something and right in the middle of that we both heard this inhale and exhale and it just sounded like it came from all around us. And, and I knew the answer, but I had to ask it to Eric. I said, was that you? And he goes, uh, no, that was not me. That was like the most. So that was just you and, and Eric in that one room at the time. Yep. Really? Yep. You didn't catch you didn't catch that on recording. I did catch it on a recording, but I don't have it uh, cropped to that point. Um, I right now just have it as like a whole audio thing that we did for about twenty uh-huh. or twenty five minutes. So yeah. yeah, I definitely at one point I'll uh, I'll crop that down and I'll uh, I'll edit it and maybe I'll, I'll replay yeah. it again. <laughs> I'd love to hear that. Yeah, um, I'm actually um, there is a mountain of I don't want to say untapped potential because they wouldn't be in this book if they were but um, I have this book right here uh, Haunted New Hampshire by Thomas D'Agostino he's Mm -hmm. uh, pretty pretty well known in the the field and um, I'm looking at the contents right here it has every uh, town in New Hampshire from A to Z with places that are uh, supposedly haunted and there is a wealth of locations in here that we could potentially check out that don't need um, authorization to to get permission. Uh, obviously, we would probably have to contact the police department in that town and be like, hey, our team, we have a team and we're going to investigate this place tonight. We just don't mm-hmm. want any issues. We'll want to make sure that we get the okay. But... I don't see why they would say no if, you know, if they're in this book and they're public property, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, every town in New Hampshire from A to Z is in here, and we could just go through this book and just potentially get some locations, uh, you know, when we're, um, when we don't have any, case, when we don't have any private cases or whatever, like, yep. we could just book something at one of these places, and, uh, yeah, there's just so many locations in here that we could potentially check out like during the summer and stuff. And stuff. Uh, it's, we're able to, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be, uh, we'll be done with all this, um, 
quarantine stuff uh, by then. Uh. Yeah, the day the the, uh, <clears throat> the day when this is supposedly going to be lifted just keeps extending into the future. I mean, it was it was early April at one point. <laughs> yep. That and now it's early May at the earliest. Well, you know what it is. I I think you know they just want they just want time for everything to make sure it clears out. Um, and eventually it will, eventually it will. We just, you know, everybody just has to be patient and, um, and, and eventually we'll, we'll, we'll all get through it. I mean, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna suck. (laughs) Um, but you know, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what's, uh, what, what would be your, your favorite, um, tool for ghost hunting my favorite is the scd1 uh which stands for spirit communication device one and um i don't want to uh you know give anybody a unearned plug here but huff paranormal uh who i used to follow i don't really follow him so much anymore i kind of the way he does his his YouTube content and spirit communication and whatnot, it, it's kind of off-putting to me. Uh, that, that's a whole other discussion. I don't really want to get into that, but um, when he originally released the SCD-1, I told you about it, and uh, we were like, yeah, there's really no harm in, in trying it out. And then that night, um, you know, I tested it and everything, and it worked fine. And the first night, I don't know if you remember this, but the, the first night that we really tested it, you and I went to Hedgehog Park, which is right here in Salem, right down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. And Hedgehog Park was the location of uh, a murder that happened. Uh, two girls were murdered by, I think it was three other boys. I don't remember how old they were. They were in high school, I'm pretty sure. They went to, The girls went to Salem High, as far as I remember. And um, I still have that recording somewhere of that session that we did at the park. Mm. Uh, you remember this, right? Do you remember this? Yep, I do. Yeah. Um, you know, we were testing out the SCD-1, and for those that don't really know, the SCD-1 is, is a modified spirit box, basically. It's, uh, it runs on, uh, it scans internet radio so that there's no static, and when you get replies, they're, they're much more uh, clearer to hear. And um, I went there with, you know, I prepared for it. I, I wrote down, like, pretty much a list of questions that I wanted to ask yep. about those murders that, that happened at the park. And um, I don't remember if I showed you. I might have just told you. But we got a lot of responses in regards to those questions that I asked about those murders. And it was just unbelievable. I, I remember asking the date or the months that the murders happened, and we got the reply. I don't remember what it was at this point. I'd have to look it up again. But, um, you know, we asked the name, if they could tell us the names of the girls that were murdered there. We got at least one of those names that came through. Like, there was just a lot of replies that we got that night. And uh, ever since then, that has been my favorite device to use on investigations and uh, you know, we got that that uh, that night that, that woman's that client's father came through as well with that device. Yeah, that was another yeah. Invention. So we got that, and that to this day is 
what I think uh, the most compelling piece of evidence that we've we've ever managed to capture, or at least it's high up there, at least. But um, yeah, that's to answer your question. Yeah, that that would be my my favorite device to use. Uh, what is yours? Well, I have I have a couple of them that are that are right in front of me um, at the moment, actually. Um, so I'm going to start with the first one, which is kind of my uh, my pride and joy, is the uh, yeah. EDI Plus. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like just a, um, like a uh, a high end millimeter, isn't it? Sort of. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So it record it records um, it monitors temperature, uh, pressure, humidity. Um, there is the EMF, and right. also uh, mm -hmm. vibration. Right. Um, and there was that one home that we did in uh, Massachusetts that I had it just standing on its own at the end of a hallway, and the right. vibration meter was like going crazy, and there was nothing around it, and it was kind right. of an abandoned home. I think it was a foreclosure. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That house. So, that house was like straight out of an episode of Hoarders at that point because yeah. everything was so wrecked, but. Um, yeah, no, I do remember that. That was, that was pretty crazy. So I thought there were some, like, critters that were running around it and making the vibration go off. So right. I flashed a flashlight down at the end of the hallway because it was pretty dark. The electricity was was turned off. Like, right. You, you're talking like apocalypse living, that was it. Um, right, right. But there were no critters around it. I, so I can't explain. I can't explain that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's funny about that meter, too? Uh, the one you're talking about. Um, I don't know if you remember this or if you were around when she brought it up, but uh, when we were in the living room doing that spirit box session, the um, I forget where the meter was hovering around. Uh, I think it was on the temperature, but uh, it read 66.6 uh, .6 at one point, and, mm -hmm. it kept, and it stayed there. And uh, when we were done doing the session, it went back to normal, but... Just the fact that it stayed at 666 at one point, like, I kind of, it gave me a little bit of a chuckle because I knew that, I mean, even the client was like, should you worry about that? I'm like, no, nah, you don't need to worry about that. That's just them messing around. They love to do that for some reason. But um, just, I don't know, I got a little amusement out of that, just the fact that it, it stayed at 666 for so long, even yeah. though that it, that's not what the temperature was. It just happened to go there, you right, know? Right, right, right. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, so another one, another piece of equipment that I have, um, I just got a few weeks ago, and it's called um, the Rook Energy Sensor. So pretty much, right. it's it's your your um, run of the mill EMF detector. Um, yeah. It also has a little volume control on it. Um, and it intensifies in uh, when you get closer to an energy reading. So I turned right. it on. Oh, you could probably hear it now. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it makes that kind of a sound, and it lights up as well. And on the back, it has your, your EMF um, um, gauge as well. Um, so right, that, and too, isn't it? What's that? It's very sensitive too. It is. It, it is actually. It's, it's a little more sensitive you know, than one the. Thing, uh... one thing I always wonder is that like, 
at that dairy investigation, right, we we were uh, doing pretty much an EVP session in that one bedroom, and we laid out four meters right next to each other, like almost sort of like a as like a cross, like a T shape, and um, yours was the only one that was going off, and. The meters were so close together that if it were anything physical of this world that was making the meter go off, wouldn't it stand to reason that all four meters should have gone off, but only yours did? You know, I don't, I don't know. It's just something that I think about sometimes. Like, I, I, I mean, the meters were so close together that if it were anything physical, it should have made all four meters go off, but it was only yours that was that was doing it. So I don't know. It's just something that I think about. Yeah. So, so just in case, um, so just in case there might be, you know, people out there who, um, don't know what elect, what EMF is. It's basically, it stands for electromagnetic field. And so basically it, it, it reads uh, electromagnetic fields for well, not to repeat myself. Um, you can use interchangeably for uh, frequency as well. Uh, electromagnetic frequency. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um So the the idea is that maybe a spirit would give off such a field, um, right. and in if it's in close proximity to your meter, it lights up more and less or whatever. Um, so that's what, that's what that does. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's, it's a pretty, um, it's a pretty handy tool. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. And that's also the reason why, uh, again, and this is for listeners who, who are not necessarily experienced in, in what we do, but, um, one of the most important things that you do once you arrive at a home and you begin the investigation, the very first thing you want to do is a baseline reading. Exactly. It's called a baseline reading where you take the EMF meter and you walk around the home and you point it at the walls and like any electronic devices and whatnot, and you want to determine what in the house would set off those meters so that you don't get a false positive later on. Um, and that's why, you know, it's, it, why it's worth mentioning that you know, your meter was going off in the room around while it was placed next to all of our other meters, three other ones. Mm-hmm. Yours was going off on the bed, and ours wasn't. So it just, I mean, you can't say that that was definitely paranormal activity, but it's definitely strange, you know. The, what could have made that meter go off and not the others, you know? So Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely strange. Can't really put your finger on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, It's just a little too bad that we really can't um, get out so much now. Um, You know, we're doing what we need to do. We kind of uh, suspended our investigations for now, uh, for however however long we're in this for. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, if we can't, if we can't go out and investigate, then, then we're going to talk about paranormal investigating. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what this outlet is for. And and uh, and again, you know, if anybody has any questions, 
Um, you can email us nhpp603 at gmail.com. Um, and we'll, we'll field any questions that you guys have um yeah for the yeah. uh for the next please, for please the next episode to email us any questions uh, absolutely would, it would give us um you know a topic to discuss on the show and yeah i am really looking forward to that for somebody to uh, send us a question by all means so do you remember you remember that dvr system that that i acquired yes so yes, I do. so i tried to mess around with it a little bit and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't figure, it has an admin password on it that I right. can't, I can't crack. And, uh, right. and I tried to do like a, a system reboot and a, a, you know, a factory reset and stuff. Um, right. but it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't let me do it. And then well, I, you know, <laughs> a, a while back I had emailed the guy and I yeah. said, I said, you know, um, do you know the password? And he basically said he didn't know what I was talking about. So, right. so I found um, just the DVR portion, uh, just the, the the box itself, uh, yeah. through through Amazon for like I don't know fifty bucks. It's a cheap right. one, but by God, it's gonna work. Nice. So nice. yeah. Uh, so I can't. I was gonna say, well, because he didn't um, he didn't have the box or instruction manual to go with it, right? No, he did not. All right, because what you can do sometimes is uh, if you look on the device itself, on the unit, and it has, like, a serial number or uh, a model number or anything like that, oh. um, you can usually Google Google it if you're very, like, specific about your search. And uh, a lot of times you'll find that somebody uploaded the PDF file for the instructions online. Oh, my God. I it, you, Jesus, I never thought of that. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that. I just thought of it just now, or otherwise I would have mentioned it before. But uh, yeah, you can you can usually do that because I did that with my tablet. Uh, when I got a tablet, I got it refurbished, and it didn't come with a in the original box or with a manual or anything. And yeah. when I was a troubleshoot it, I just I just put it into plugged it into Google, and uh, sure enough, on like the second or third result, there was a whole PDF uploaded online of the uh, of the original instruction manual. So. You can try that out and see if you can find it, or I, I can look it up for you if you want. All right, yeah. Well, whatever, whatever's clever. I'm sure you know everybody has enough time on their hands right now. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so we're we're closing in on about of third. Well, we're a little over thirty minutes, so um, I just kind of want. Are wanna, we really? Yeah. Oh. So That's I uh, just wanted to yeah keep this a little short. You know, just uh, uh, wrap back and forth a little bit and uh, see where we uh, we're gonna go with this. So, um, I don't know. Let, let's pick this up uh, again next week, John. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody, thank you for listening, and please uh, feel free to email us with any questions that you might have that you want answered on uh, the show next week. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Uh, what is that email again, Tim? NHPP603 at gmail.com. Excellent. Just excellent. All right, John. All right. Well, you have yourself a good <laughs> night, my man. Good night. Everybody out there, stay safe, take care of yourself, wash your hands, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week, all right? All right. This is uh, Tim and John from New Hampshire Paranormal, uh, New Hampshire Profile Paranormal, excuse me. 
getting the our, our own team name wrong. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's, it's about to happen. We'll work out the kinks. No worries. <laughs> All right. But anyway, we're signing off. So take care, everybody. <laughs>